Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. We don't show prep, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you know, I, I just barely make it's... it in. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you can tell. But we don't show. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, let's put the cards down on the table here. Bobby Hurricanes, yeah, you know the name already, it's Merced, ha ha, it's a six red cane show, can't forget the name though, got jazz, blue, vision, DJ, break the game code, ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up, real port alive from the Hall Rock Stadium, ball 14 for the orange and green, you see the six red champs, it's more than a dream, this is life on the field, beyond a hundred yards of hurricane that's never still put a damage to the squad, the six red cane show, the six red cane show, the six rings cane show, <laughs> you know. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane Sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go Canes. Welcome back to the uh, Six Rings Canes post-game show as uh, Miami drops a tough one, man. 27-20 to, uh, to Florida State, and uh, we've got some uh, post-game my reaction here for myself and Vish. Um, this, this was this was a tough one, but I'm gonna be honest with you, man. At, when once the game ended, you know, I was okay, man. I was okay in the sense that, like, this is this is a tough team, man. They gave, they did tough. not give up. They did not quit on this. And, and, and to be honest with you, if you ask me, the game plan was on point. The coach yeah. was on point. The play calling was on point to a certain degree. I know, look, we're never going to make the fan base happy. This is the most delusional fan base in <laughs> college football. Primary, you know, uh, let's let's just put the, you know, let's just yeah. say it like that. But the truth of the matter is that um, it was a valiant effort by, you know, by Emory Williams. Poor kid, man. Prayers. Yeah, let's just. Hopefully he's, you know, he's going to be okay with that arm. 
Uh, we'll we'll get into that a little bit because obviously that brings up. Yeah, he's out. He's out. Obviously, obviously like, that was that was that was brutal. It's obvious what's going on now, but we'll see, right? We'll definitely talk about that a little bit today. Yeah, that'll be on Monday's show. I think it'll probably um, – Yeah, we'll talk about it Monday for sure, like all the way. But, uh, you know, we'll mention it a little bit today. But I want to start off with something before you even get started, bitch. Okay? You ready? Let me just do this for you. Four catches, 24 yards. And okay, touchdown. He scored a touchdown. Okay, whatever. We're really gonna start by talking about Keon Coleman. You're damn right. He is not elite. Kulito Coleman here. You stupid ass Seminole fans. Get the hell out of here with that shit. That kid is not elite. I don't care what anybody says. This is a game where an elite wide receiver takes over a freaking game. Okay, Johnny Fragile Freddy, uh, Fred, Fragile Freddy Wilson, five catches, 82 yards. Didn't do much either, but had a better game. But he still dropped two passes, like we said he would. He dropped passes as well. So I guarantee if Florida State did not win that game because of Keon Coleman, who everybody said was the one of the best wide receivers in the country, and Johnny Wilson. I don't want to hear that crap from any of them anymore. It is a load of crap, okay? He's a good, he's a good wide receiver, okay? But so is Kobe Young. Let's just put it that way. Talk to me about Jacoby George. Talk to me about... You know, Don Chaney and what he did. I mean, did. Jacoby George had an amazing He had a lights out game. So you're going to sit here and tell me that that game right now, what you saw is an elite wide receiver for Florida State? Get the hell out of here with that crap. I'm done with them. And they're stupid crap. I'm done with them. Four for 24. Yeah, it was a little touchdown on an out route. It was a two-yard play. Get the hell out of here with that crap. So done with them and their stupid shit. Anyway. <laughs> Damn wide receivers. I'm going to go somewhere else with that crap. Four for 24. Let's talk about Jazz. Jazz, talk about Jazz has been storing that up all week. Yeah, I have been. I have been because I was I was hoping he would go off so I could eat my words. I was hoping he would go off, but he didn't. He had zero catches in the first half. Zero catches. And then went four for 24 in the second half. Are you going to tell me that that guy's an elite wide receiver? Get out of here with that crap. I mean, I'm done with you stupid-ass Seminole fans. Anyways, uh, let's talk about our guys, right? Speaking of wide receiver, I just mentioned Jacoby George had a career night, five catches, 153 yards basically, two touchdowns, one on a throw that I don't even know how Emory Williams got to him. But that well, I mean, unreal. sometimes you're living right because that was an awful throw. I still don't know what FSU safety was doing. He's well, like, I'm going to take this. He made an even worse play, right? His angle no, crazy. I mean, he threw it into double coverage. Yeah. And the safety has the easiest interception of his career. And just like, he made not overly, he not a, like, angle. took a bad angle. He wiped the DB out. And just, <laughs> I mean, it was, oh, uh, but that's, that's just, you know. I Hold mean, on, Wes. He didn't even do anything too slow. crazy. Look, what, what had a decent night at 16 carries for 80 yards, but the, the FSU team ran for a total of 37 yards because we stacked. Obviously, that's including yeah, the sacks and all that stuff. But I mean, we ran for 131 yards. I mean, yeah, I mean, we we did talk about you know in the pregame how 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 we needed to you know the Clemson offensive performance wasn't going to be good enough, and we basically put that out there, and it wasn't. It was a little bit short. Um, Right. I mean, it's just, and, and I mean, we kind of saw why they were reluctant to bench TV. Not that, not that Emory Williams did anything wrong. It's just he's limited at this stage in his career. And 
you know, the accuracy went in the second half pretty badly. Um, and, and that's fine, though. He's a true freshman. Sure. He's starting in Tallahassee, but this is, you know, this is the bargain they made. Um, and he didn't look spooked, right? No, no, he was he was right in there. And, you know, just the way he went out, it's heartbreaking. Um, literally sacrificed his arm for the uh, – for the uh, for the first down there, um, and yeah, but I mean, you can it's and I and I know there's a lot of people saying it's Dawson's fault. I mean, there were plays to be made there that just weren't made. Um, yeah, a lot of missed throws, a lot of bad throws, by a lot of bad throws. And, and a lot of those run plays. I mean, there were there were, there were cutbacks yeah. to the outside, and and our running backs, especially. I felt like Fletcher had a poor game running the ball where there was there was. He had there a couple was, runs where he popped it outside, like you said. Yeah, there, there were definitely running lanes there that he kind of didn't miss it. Um, and and you know you got him again. Everyone complained that Dawson like his play calling. You wanted the freshman quarterback. He clearly was struggling. I mean, his numbers are terrible, even with the eighty-yard fluky touchdown we threw. And and so when you're, it's the same thing he was doing with TBD. It's like. What plays work when the quarterback keeps throwing an interception? Well, what plays work when the quarterback is six of eighteen? Like, I mean, it's just it's it's hard, and it's easy to blame the coordinator. I, I thought he was fine. Um, it's just you know this was the bargain we made when we we talked about something new. We've screwed up our quarterback recording. We have not recruiting. We have not stacked classes together. And you know, we reason they were reluctant to go to everyone's is he's really not ready for this game yet. Not from a mental standpoint. I think he was locked in, like you said. He rose to the occasion in that sense. But just from understanding the playbooks, being able to make the throws, the timing, the accuracy. Yeah, he, not was just, he was throwing the ball too hard on certain Oh, plays. my God. He, he's got a fastball. I'll tell you that. I just want to pitch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Can you some you know, he, you know, he missed some guys. He missed Jacoria, uh, not Jacar, uh, Jacoby on that yeah. deep, one of those deep routes. He missed. He overthrew him a little bit. So you see the immaturity there when it comes to – you know, getting, I mean, he missed he missed Xavier on a, on a great on a yeah, first down. Oh uh, yeah, no, there was a couple. Yeah. Of, so, um, I mean, it's it's tough to say. It's it is what it is, that. though. It is what it is. Yeah. Like that's yeah. like there was no. We talked about this before the game. There's no good option here. You know, they're just gonna they're gonna roll and they and they rode with him and unfortunately got hurt right at the end. And then you know, TVD made a couple of great throws of Jacoby, but right. I mean, he the other shoe dropped there at the end. Although, I mean, it's a desperation play at that point. Yeah. It's a first um, play. What he's yeah, and and, I'm and really mad at that honestly. I'm not yeah, it is what it is. He's trying to make a play at the end of the game there, and and actually, so we talked about this in the free game too. Several of his interceptions have been that nature, like it's fourth down. I gotta just throw it. Right. Um. But I mean, it's it is like there's not a good option on this team right now. Yeah. I know a lot of people. And shout out to Eric from from uh the five reasons he's on he's on the show today. Uh, shout out to Eric. He's on my softball team too, man. Eric Wadicki, Wadicki, Wadicki. Yeah, hey. He's go. on your softball team. Uh, you're like struggling. Yeah, he's on my softball team, man. He's on my softball team. Uh, uh, I get they want to redshirt Jakari, but he might be their option, best option as a wild. I, I, look, yeah, he's gonna run the option. He's gonna run the wildcat, but a lot of people are not. You know, he's not. He's not a. He's not a great passer, but he's not the worst either. And I think we just got to see that from him. So. But at the same time, that's for whatever the- reason, again, we talked about this in the pregame also. Like he can play the rest of the season, even including this last game, and yeah. and not burn his red shirt. And um, for whatever reason, they decide to keep him on ice and not give him any snaps. And that's kind of, um, I I don't, I think he's got, I don't, I think he's got the arm strength. I, he's got Matt. Thanks for the dono, by the way. I, I think he's got the arm strength. He's just he's not he's he's raw, right? He was a project. He was the one that we knew we needed some time to develop. 
Absolutely. And that, again, this is why the coaches were reluctant to go to. I'm not even saying TBD is a better option this game because I don't think he was. Um, I think it was more just like they were reluctant to go to him because they know he's a developmental quarterback. It's going to take some time. And, you know, we never plugged and not that Jake Garcia was good. We never plugged that gap. Right. When he left, we replaced him with a true freshman that was raw in Emory Williams. And by the way, I think they made the right choice in putting him in there at the end, not Jakari, right? Like, let's. Oh no! You cannot go to Jakari there. You gotta, you got you gotta, you gotta go to TBD there for sure. And and again, he, I'm, I'm not so sure based on the way Emory, unless like Florida State safety like did another stupid, right? I don't know that we get to midfield. Like those two throws TBD made were the two best throws we had the entire second half to Jakari, and actually hit X on first down. He dropped it before that. Like those three throws were better than. Than anything we'd seen from Emory the entire second half, but then again we saw the turn. Again, the way, I really beat him up for that turnover because it's desperation time. But yeah, I mean, he, like I, there, there was no, we weren't winning. Like I mean, we're Emory didn't get injured or TBD stayed in or whatever. That offense going eighty yards there, well, like because that's that's about the spot he got injured on. Right. In like two, that was probably not going to happen. Just the good. way we've been playing, but that was the first time we had like legitimately got to midfield in the whole. Was when TVD was the quarterback for like three plays because again we just we struggled to to move the ball and struggled to throw the ball. We got gifted that first field because they went for that onside kick stupidity, and that gave us a field goal. We didn't really move the ball until that. I mean, if we had won that game, we would have put that Jacoby George touchdown of the Louvre with that moron safety blow in the coverage and just like let us back in the game. But kudos to the defense because before that, also they had several chances where we like you know last year would have caved in and they kept fighting. And it was a two-score game most of that time. And then eventually, you know, we got one play offensively. Um, but, yeah, no, the team fights. We talked about this before the game. They're not going to get blown off the field like last year because they're going to fight, and they did. It's just they don't have a quarterback. And yeah, and, and I know what I was what I was mentioning earlier from, from some of the guys in the chat is, yeah, we're, we're, you're, we're one decent quarterback away from being 8-1. You know, in the season and 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 having a you know pretty decent season, and unfortunately, that's not the way things work. Obviously, but um, I, I think they're right. I think if you have some decent quarterback play and most of those, you know, most of those uh, games, aside from maybe the UNC game that we spoke about, yes. I think you got an opportunity to, yeah, to to win some of those games and and have a bit a bit of a better record. But um, you know, just going back to Coach Dawson as well, I don't think necessarily it was it was a bad uh, a game plan that he had going into this game either. I think they 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 kind of let the reins loose. They allowed Emory to throw. He had time in the pocket for the most part. Uh, he even tried to get you know. Look, you can tell he's he's not the quickest guy either. But if um, if a guy like Jakari's in there, he's probably getting some yards with his legs. Right? We we saw that they had the opportunity to do that this game too, and they just couldn't do with Emory either. But um, you got to give him his credit for fighting, staying in there, even though his, you know, he didn't have a great game either. But he made some tough throws on the on that touchdown. To, um, that was a great throw. Really, really, really nice. The first throw. one was a great throw. The second one was just, I think he was just oh, like, at this, I'm just gonna cut this thing as far as I can." And make something happen. And it happened. Great yeah. happened. Yeah, you know, this guy, it was smiling down on him on that one. Yeah, um, for sure, for sure. So, and then of course, you know, obviously, and then he got it. yeah, that's. Himself giving himself up there at the end for that first down. That's um, 
Yeah, and one yeah, of the things it's supposed to be a lot more hard than we've seen at that position. Also. Yeah, no, he he obviously left it out on the field. And it was really tough sure. to see him have to come off like that. Um, I don't think there was any way we were scoring regardless. You could pick any of those three quarterbacks healthy, hundred percent. We probably weren't scoring, but um, but I but I think I think you know we talked about this, and I'll put this up. Thanks for the dono, David. Um, then we can read through that, but just. In the pregame, we talked about like we gotta, you know, play mistake free. We made so many mistakes in the first quarter. We spotted them a touchdown with like James Williams just lining up off sides when it would have been third and long. Right. You know, just dumb, dumb penalties like that. Um, and then uh X drop on the first possession when Emery kind of threw a perfect ball and he dove for it when I still think he could have run through it, but he definitely has to catch it either way. Yeah. Um, you know, those things we can't you gotta help your quarterback. I don't think we did a lot of that. And again, we talked about I agree. Some of those run plays were blocked and, and we didn't hit the right gap and didn't see the vision to, to cut it outside. And that's why when Cheney came in, all of a sudden it was like, oh, we're ripping off these big runs because he was he has that vision. Yeah, he has a vision. He has probably had the he probably has the best vision out of anybody. Let's get to this point because it's, yep. it's, it's yep. a great point. Uh, and I and I get where the where the frustration is coming from. Um you know, what quarterback or trans or wide receiver transfer or elite recruit wants to play in the system. Besides the Texas A&M game, what makes any of them believe their skills will be used to the best of the abilities? Love the show. Appreciate it, David. Appreciate the dono, man. Um, look, it's it's a good question, but at the same time, I think that we need to kind of, as fans, take a step back and, you know, see what I, – I don't think Coach Dawson is doing a bad job at calling plays. I think that what we need to do is kind of take a step back, look at some, look at some of the tape, look at what's going on, uh, as the you know as the as the play is progressing, and, and to be quite honest, you I mean you had a, you had a quarterback most of the season, uh, the first four games, forget about those, but most of the season who couldn't find guys that were wide open. You had a quarterback that was making the wrong reads. You had a quarterback that was under throwing guys, making bad throws. You had all that stuff going on um, that then kind of handicaps Coach Dawson from calling certain plays because you just can't trust the quarterback to do that. And then when you see him call some some really good plays, they they can't execute. Running the running game is the same thing, right? Vish, I, I wasn't upset with the with the calls today, uh, the mm. running uh, running plays because you saw the holes that were open. Some of the some of the running backs weren't hitting the right hole. And then when JD hit them, he yeah, gasped gone. thirty yards a couple of plays. I mean, so you're seeing that, right? You're seeing that the 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 play calling I don't think is a huge issue. Could it be a little bit better in certain situations? Maybe. And that's part of growing with this team, right? But if if I'm I'm not sitting here at six and four and blaming, you know, Coach Dawson for anything that's going on, I think that he's. I mean, and let's be real. In the second half, look, the offense was basically garbage, other than yeah. one one play, which was a fluke. But I mean, Emery could not hit anything in the second. Like his his, his accuracy dropped really bad. Timing is off. The yeah, everything was just off. And then if you can't. And they started loading up on the run, and and like we said, I don't think Fletcher had the best game. Um, and then great, great what uh, Ariok says here, by the way. Yeah, and and so I mean, it just is. I don't know what you call there. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, and I mean, this is the thing. You got the stable of running backs. You got the offensive That's line. A great point. Great and look, point. the receive and and yeah, for the the receivers. I mean. We talked about this before we the got game. Got Jojo Trader coming, Chance yeah. Williams, and the, and the yeah, company. but also you. I mean, David asked about in the portal um, right. as well. I mean, look, there's opportunities, and we talked about this. It doesn't seem like any of our receivers are consistent. Like one week X is like catching everything. Next week, this week it was Jacoby's week, right? And then next week maybe it'll be Colby. I mean, I think if you're actual wide receiver one like stud, you can do some work here. You can. <laughs> but I'll, so, tell you what, I'll tell you what. Jacoby George is putting his name in the hat for 
he's had some pretty good performances this year. Oh no, he was so good today. Even oh, I, it's season hard season to remember back to the first interview. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I almost threw my hat at the TV, threw my shoe at the TV when I heard who was it? McElroy was uh, calling the game for us today. Yeah. When I heard McElroy say that um, Jacoby George uh, having a good game today, when last week he was having some problems catching the football, and I'm like, what? What are you? What game are you watching, dude? Jacoby yeah. George, if anything, they were throwing the ball everywhere except at his chest, and he was yeah. making very grab. Yeah, no, he had a drop. The last drop I remember having was like the first drive against Virginia when TVD looped it over the linebacker and he dropped it on the first play of the game or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The last I mean, drop I, I could that's like two games ago. Like I don't remember the last time he dropped the pass. I was like, huh? Jacoby <laughs> doesn't have the drops. What? <laughs> um, uh, for the most part, uh, so, okay. So let's let's talk a little, a little bit about the the. Um, the Miami defense, because I think that, again, they rose to the occasion again. You know, that last touchdown was on a really, really short field. So you're talking about a team that, you know, I mean, played lights out. I think they did. They had a great game plan for Jordan Travis. And for all – I mean, for the most part, they did exactly what we, they should have done, what we spoke about, right? Yeah. And I contain him in the pocket. Don't let him get out and make some throws. When he did, he found Jaheen Bell on, like, a 15-yard route, a 20-yard pickup. You saw that – his mobility is what kills everybody. He kind of stayed in the pocket, made some bad throws, made some errant throws, and we were able to get him with some sacks. Big game by Wes. Big game by Kiko. Wes was Mimo. so good in this game. They were the linebackers West played was really outstanding. well. Outstanding. Um, the best game he's ever played for Wes. That was and, awesome and to see. To be quite honest with you, we're not only are we, were we playing FSU, but we were playing the ACC referees again. I and mean, we got to do a whole ref section. I just on the defense. Um, so they gave up 27 points, and it was not because of turnovers this time. Um, but I do think Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time tested gift around a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That first, like, this is why you don't want to give up cheap points in a game like this. Like, that first touchdown drive was, like, that third and long and we just didn't cover the tight end. Like, we we had a confusion in the secondary. We just didn't cover them. Through a swing pass for 16 yards because there's no one out there. Like, yep. you can't give FSU. We gave him a touchdown basically for free yeah, on that drive, that and then bad. and that ends up, you know, at the end making a big difference. And and that's why it feels like the defense played so well because they did. Don't get me wrong, but they gave up 27 points is because you know they gave up some cheap points. They did, and and you know gave up the uh, the long the, the the one long touchdown to Benson on the on the counter, which, which was a great play call by FSU. They ran, they pulled, they ran a counter right into our blitz and pulled their linemen into our blitzing linebackers and just bushed it out. It was like the perfect play call for the blitz we had called. So then you got to tip your hat on, on things like that. Yeah, um, yeah, that was just a great, great play call by the right call for that blitz. Like that's exactly what you want called against that. 
So, but yeah, overall the defense played really well. They made a lot of short yardage tackles and stops. We talked about the Virginia game, how they couldn't, even though they played really well, like there was a lot of, they gave up an extra first down when they should have put the guy on the ground. None of that really happened today outside of like the first couple of possessions. Really lots and a lot of really good tackling, which again, Florida State relies a lot on athleticism and physicality. And we met that challenge and, and really did a great job tackling. And it was, you know, again, we just didn't, don't have the offense and, and especially in the second half, like that really, you know, that starts to grind the defense down too. Um, and and you know, eventually you do have some cracks and but they didn't they never folded. They got big stop after big stop and got the ball back to the offense, which was a chance to tie it with like three minutes yeah. left. That's for much more than that, man. How many times did we uh sack um Jordan Travis and take him out of field goal position? Yeah, no, it was oh, it was it was a huge performance, and and again, like they they they, I've, I have been critical of one thing on the defense this year is that often when we needed to stop outside the Clemson game, they didn't make it. Like even last week, I mean, you don't have to give up a ninety-seven yard touchdown drive after we didn't get the one yard, right? I mean that. In fact, you can't do that if you're a good team. But you know, this time they got every stop they needed to. They kept getting the ball back to the offense, and yeah. you know, it was a testament to that defense that. We had the ball with four minutes left. I, we obviously we had to go ninety yards at that point, but like, hey, it's a one-score game, and we're holding the ball here. That's all because of the defense. Because the offense outside the second quarter was just non-existent. Yeah, and there's I, a lot of reasons for that. I, everyone, I think one of the challenges our, our fans have is it's not it's it's multiple things, and it's not an easy fix, and it's going to take some time here. Right. And it's easy to say, oh, the offensive coordinator should have called this or that, or. You know, last week it was all we had to do was switch the quarterback and everything gets fixed. No, there's a lot of little things that need to get cleaned up. We have a great offensive line, and that's like it offensively. Everything else is work in progress. That's the only finish. Not everything else is bad. We've got some talent. but Yeah, yeah, not everything else is bad. Everything else is work in progress. The the, the only finished product we have on offense is the offensive line. Everything else is our running backs have all been injured. We haven't really gotten a rhythm with them. It's one guy this week, one guy next week out of necessity. Um, so even though we have talent there, they have not gotten that true. I know when I'm getting my carries, I know my role. None of that. We haven't had an opportunity to do that. Um, obviously the quarterback play has hamstrung the receiver and tight end development. So it's just, there's a lot going into that. And it's very easy to say, call this magic play. It's going to work. I mean, it's just, you know, yeah. we are where we are and, and know, developmentally the offense are, is behind. I, I know some of these guys, are, some of the fans are talking about, you know, Hey, you know, Dawson should, you know, call some more plays for the wide receiver, uh, for the running backs on some screen plays or on some, you know, on, on those those out routes that they, they just kind of flare out and all that stuff. Yeah, look, I get that. But it, it's tough, man. It's tough when you're not moving the ball forward to go east and west instead of north and south. I mean, you know, even the screen plays, you had one really good screen play for Jacoby George today right. and you had another one that was batted down. Yeah, then they started. They adjusted. They FSU made some really good adjustments. Some of that stuff that was working in the second quarter, we yeah. tried it in the third quarter, and it just wasn't there anymore. It's a good team. Um, yeah, they're, they're top five for a reason. I mean, I don't. I will tell you this, man. Uh, I still, I still truly believe that this Miami Hurricane football team is growing. Um, oh no, I absolutely agree. And developing, I think that it's it's a tough, hard nosed team. They're taking obviously they're taking on the character of their head coach. Uh, this was not a poorly coached game by by Mario Cristobal. Yeah. I think if not, if anything, this is one of the better coached games by that whole entire staff. Um, you know, just certain little things here and there didn't go our way, and, and and you played 
one of the best teams in the country. That's that's you want to you, you want to talk about the officiating now because yeah, uh, and you also played <laughs> you also played against one of the best officiating crews uh, in the ACC. Yeah, as well. and FSU FSU really got got them got them in there. Um, it's, it's just unbelievable, man. It's, I mean the. Something's got to give. Ish. I mean, I mean, I don't even. I, the commentators, I've never seen them actually be like, I, I can't even think of a reason how this isn't a safety. Because if you remember back to the Clemson game, we'll call that safety one at this point. Because now we got right. safety two here. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, they were like saying, so, you know, there's no pylon cam, blah blah. There was a pylon cam. Was so and he still said that it was when he first, when uh, when West, I guess, first touched him. That's where they marked the ball. Okay, he first touched him in the end zone. Yeah, no, that's just. What are we and, that, but, about? and, and I, I think I think just to, to so everyone's clear, going backwards in the end zone is no different than like an offensive player going forward into their end zone. The entire any part of the ball touches the front of the goal line, you're in the end zone. It's the same thing going backwards. So, body was in the end so the only the only way that is not a safety is if the entire ball is out of the end zone. If the tip of it is touching. The goal line is a safety. The whole ball, his body, everything was in the end zone. Um, and hilarious that the commentators just basically had had enough because they were like, we we called down for an explanation. I think that's what Gary is saying. And they said, we'll give you one at halftime, and they just didn't because there wasn't one. Well, first of all, the fact that they don't even know why is, is problem number one. How do you not know why you didn't call it a safety? Right. <laughs> How do you not already know? It's, it's unbelievable. What it's unbelievable. what did you do then? It's unbelievable. Um, we got uh, Ariok making another great uh, uh, post here. The only difference between UM and any good team in the country right now is a good quarterback play. If not for what they've seen, you would think that these were the top two teams in the ACC. Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, we'll see. We're I playing see that. next week, so we'll see how we look. Yeah, there. we'll see. I mean, we'll, I mean, but, also... but I can see that, right? It doesn't, it doesn't make a – it's not like it's a crazy – uh, statement. I think that that's a legitimate statement. I mean, I've mentioned it before. I think a lot of people are are saying it at this point. Is we're 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 a good quarterback away from an eight and one season right now. And hindsight's twenty twenty. I get I get it. But um, you know, at the end of the day, this is something. Again, this goes back to what you mentioned, Vish. Right? Is the the lack of a solid quarterback recruiting class now for the second year, right? Because now you've got – and this is not a knock on Judd Anderson, but he's another project kind of quarterback, right? right? They so got to go to the portal. They got to go to the portal. And I know someone mentioned earlier about, you know, the portal, that it's hard to get a really good portal quarterback because they want to come in and play right away. Well, that's what you're going to get in a place like Miami. Yeah, They know that they can come in yeah. and play right away against a skill, a very skilled team. Now the, the problem is you got to make sure that – you start recruiting some of these quarterbacks as well. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't, really can't be a project quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, what else do we got here from James James Williams? You already you, you stopped playing. You came on to to show, man. We appreciate it. Uh, He's an FSU um, fan based yeah, on his comments. <laughs> Good game. Yeah, we got some FSU fans here. Jazz's fans have followed him into the uh, into appreciate the show it, now. Man. You're a legend on on Seminoles Twitter. There we go. Uh, <laughs> both teams got some calls missed. I like that the announcer said. That they, that they were told the replay booth would come explain. Yeah, we said that. Yeah, game. I mean that's just yeah. that was just unbelievable. That they don't even know why they called something a certain way. Um, yeah, definitely, and the, and the Williams target that could have. Yeah, been no, they definitely could have thrown him out. Um, it's it's a little bit different standard because Jordan tries as a running back at that point, but it sure looked to me like he just 
hit him in the head with his helmet, which is, <laughs> I mean, that's not just about if you're, if you're a runner or a passer on that. The, the, the that truth is the referees were terrible all around. Yeah, they were, they were bad. They were just bad. Yeah. There, was, there was some holding calls on the, on the defense for, I mean, it was, it was PI, there was PI on the last drive, but then the drive before that, you know, definitely, I think it was, I think it was Damari just hooked was, uh, Keon Devante, Coleman, Devontae, Devontae. Yeah. yeah. I just, just hooked, uh, Keon Coleman in the right in the middle of the field. Why well, don't I mean? I, I don't Look, know, man. It was a good hook because he ran around. He got open. <laughs> got open. So, but yeah. they didn't call it. Yeah, no. I mean, you you like I'll take the penalty versus the touchdown, but sure. they shouldn't call the penalty. Sure. Yeah, no, they're. I mean, these are ACC officials. This is what we deal with. It's just you know, you got to understand if you're an FSU fan, we got baggage with these safeties, man. <laughs> That's number two. We had Eric McLean on this show, and he couldn't explain why. I've got to get him on. God, just have, have safety discussion part two. And keeping in mind that, you know, they already, the ACC stole a, stole a, 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 a win from us flatly. Like, Cheney's yes. lying on the ground, and they ripped the ball out afterwards. So, um, I don't care what anybody says, man. Yeah, they, no, that. So, I mean, we're just at this point, like, I yes, they miss calls both ways, but we're going to focus on, on the ones that miss against us because we're pissed off. It's like been going on all year. and and it feels like it's been more more on our side than on anything else. I think I think in, in this case there were some definitely some calls. Like I mean, again, James Williams probably should have been thrown out of that game. Like I don't. Not you, James. Not you in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're you're good at the chat there, but um, but I think this is like a false you know thing because we have I mean we've had good quarterback play for about half the year. Um, again, the North Carolina game was fine. I encourage everyone to go rewatch that and and. They killed our defense, and then Gidry's actually changed it up schematically since then. We've been much better since then, so yeah. he grew out of that. Um, I mean, you can say scares you. Like, no one scares me. We're in these games, but we also – we also. I mean, look, let's let's be real here, right? Georgia Tech, we won, and then that happened. But then Clemson was overtime. Virginia was overtime. NC State, we were a yard away from winning that game, and then, you know, the bottom fell out. Um, today was – not quite as close, but I mean, we're we could have we could have have no wins in conference right now because we won two in overtime, right? I mean, it's it all these games are even, which to me means we're not clearly separate. I know everyone wants to believe we're closer to the top than we are. We're we're not. We're we're we are in the middle it's, of the pack. And, the truth is, it's FSU and everybody else, right? Uh, but even even they, I mean, even even they, um, even even they, like they struggle at Boston College. They, I mean, Clemson really had them beat. I mean, I that so yeah. The low um, that nice play to strap to sack sack uh Clemson. That's what got them back in, and then yeah, and then they off. then Clemson missed an easy field goal to win at the end of regulation. Dude, the North again. I'm just I'm not I'm not. You know what? I'm gonna leave it alone. I can't keep repeating myself. Yeah. The North Carolina game was not on the quarterback, my people. Yeah, that's that's fine. <laughs> just, I'm that's sorry. Why, that's why I say eight and one, right? Eight yeah, and, and then obviously we actually did win the Georgia Tech game, so that would hurts even worse. But but again, those are overtime overtime wins, right? A couple of them. So it's just it's been every game has been right there halfway through the fourth quarter, and and yeah, no, this I totally agree with. We we were growing because last year, you know, we're not. I mean, last year was atrocious. We're getting blown out on the regular by Middle Tennessee and stuff. So no, we've taken strides, but there's still a lot of work to be done. I think everyone wants to be wants to be back. But I think we've taken a big step. Yeah, we have, and we got to take a couple more before we can. Because the reason we end up in these close close, close games is because we're not that much better. We still make mistakes. We're still relying on a lot of freshmen. I mean, 
Uh, Mauanil has been awesome on the offensive line, but you know, he's false started a few times. Um, and that's you start true freshman. Like, I mean, we forget he's a true freshman because he's played so well. You know, at one our entire starting backfield was true freshman today. Like, uh, this is they're gonna there's 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 growing to be done here. And I think we all just wanna wanna be back at the top as quickly as possible. And it's just it's not it's not it's not there yet. Um and so you know it'll uh it's a work in progress. Um we're not as close as people think we are, but we're much better than last year. Um and I think that's where we are right now. FSU's had close games with other teams too. Um, I don't think anyone's going to tell me BC is like a player away from being at the top either. And they took FSU down to the wire. So, you know, we, we, we've gotten a lot better than last year, but we still got a ways to go and that's fine. Like, that's fine. It's not, it's not going to happen in year one. I know the biggest, the biggest talk of uh Monday night for us is going to be quarterback talk again. Right. And- I mean, to me, it's not a question now because Emory is, is out. So, well, Right, right. But however, people are still going to be calling for. Jabari. I mean, I mean that's that's nonsense at this point. Like, I'm sorry, just like it's senior day. It's your six and four. Just let let TVD play his last. Yeah, home I game. think at this point you got to let him. Just let him play his last home game, and we're going to move on. Yeah, it move is move on weird. to someone else next year. At this I mean, point, man, maybe maybe you do have those packages. But we thought, bye. Sorry, I said that bye over the uh, <laughs> the show. <laughs> uh, my sister in law was here. Um, yeah, at this point, look, we thought we were going to see packages for Jakari today, and we didn't. It's pretty clear for whatever reason they've decided not to play him. So yeah. we have one quarterback. If right. TBD well, gets injured, you'll see Jakari. Otherwise, yeah. I think that that's otherwise it's going to be TBD. And again, game. again, it's his last. Look, it's 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 his last home game. Just let him play it. Like I know you would rather see Jakari. Everybody would rather see Jakari. I just don't think it's going to happen. I, and and you make a good point, Vish. It's senior day. It's uh. Just let him let him finish Just his career. No, it is. Let, it let is. him let him play. Let Still him got a play. shot to beat them, you know. So. Yeah, no, we'll be in the game. We're in every game. We'll be in the game, and then we'll yeah, see what, what happens. The does. We'll be in the yeah, game. yeah, yeah. We're and in the game. Make a play at the end or not? <laughs> Who the hell knows? We'll be know? in the game. He might throw four yeah. interceptions. We'll still be in the game. He might throw none. We'll still be in the game. Like it's yeah. gonna be in the game. That's, yeah. that's, we don't I'll get blown what, out, nor do we blow anyone out. You could see because stranger things have happened, right? But then you could see. Um, you can see a Texas A&M TBD, and then we blow Louisville out by three touchdowns. So you I mean, blow anyone out, man. Yeah, this is going to be a tight game in the fourth. I know, I know, I know. Wishful thinking, but uh, but it is what it is, man. Yeah. Um, my, again, Miami uh, drops this one, twenty-seven to twenty uh, against FSU. But um, yeah, we'll have the full show Monday. So. Yeah, we'll have the full show. We've got a lot to cover. We've got some really great questions, I'm sure, from all the fans, and um, just uh, just make sure you guys keep it locked on Twitter at Six Rings Canes, but uh, follow us for the Monday night show. It'll be on its, on its regular time, 8.30 p.m. And uh, we'll go. Yeah, and if you, if you missed part of this, I'm going to put it out on the podcast feed right now. Make sure you subscribe to the Six Rings Canes podcast. You can get it anywhere that you get podcasts, and this will be out in about five minutes after the show ends. So There we go. Uh, we'll see you guys on Monday, and uh, it's, it's always still Go Canes. Yeah, do it. Go Canes forever. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rings Kane Show. (laughs) You know. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.